Hey everybody, welcome back. And I am so glad you've joined me today and you will be too, because we have Avery and Brian Baker. They are a father and son team and they are focused on having, well, basically having people have healthy relationships in family, in business and in life. They're dynamic, motivational speakers. They have a book on love. And basically as father and son, they are also business partners and they're gonna help you today understand to have more prosperity in your business, in your life and success. And um, basically teach you how these goals affect both your relationships and your family. Very interesting, wonderful guests. Welcome Avery and Brian. Thank you, Jill. Thanks for having us. Oh, you, you are so much, you are so welcome. You know, I know um, you two began working together. What what was that like? Why don't you go get started on that, Avery? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Jill, um, working with the old man, it's uh, it, it's an experience, uh, and it's it's honestly a blessing. You know, to be able to work with my dad. Um, you know, something that. I didn't grow up thinking, but um, as time went on, we found an opportunity to be able to tell our story and to be able to help families and help organizations and companies learn how to have better relationships, better relationships with one another and better relationships with themselves. And so, um, yeah, that's that's the inspiration. And it's it's led us across the country, um, spoken in front of, you know, hundreds of uh, audiences and different venues and, and different uh, types of events. So uh, I can't be happier with what it is that we've been doing. I'm sure that's, that is really a beautiful thing. I'm going to get to a deeper question about that in just a okay. moment, but I'm curious, how did it, how did it begin that you two work together? Like, where did that start? Yeah, yeah, Pops, yeah, I'll take I'll take that. I'll take that. You know, Jill, it's funny. I was bugging him uh, to do something with me when he was a sophomore in college. Right. I was like, OK, I'm going to end my tenure in, in corporate America. I worked in corporate America for close to 25 years and it was time to you know, close that chapter and open up a new one. And so, you know, he and I always had, um, you know, a wonderful bond. And so uh, I asked him. Would he come along with me? And he said, uh, his sophomore year of college, no, because I don't know myself well enough. And I thought that that's really a mature answer. Uh, but then I circled back to him, uh, his senior year of college, when he was about to graduate. I knew he didn't want to just jump on the, cor the corporate hamster wheel. And uh, so over a conversation at dinner, I brought up an idea with him about this. Uh, we explored a little bit more. Actually, my wife was at that at that dinner with us as well. And and she kind of kind of second the notion, if you will, about you guys would probably, you know, have some fun doing this together. And that's how it started. And that's how it launched. So we we figured out how to do like our first signature talk. And then from there, um, it just kind of really exploded for us. And, and we've started doing, uh, you know, a lot of things, not only with with family, uh, family uh, organizations, but also uh, with nonprofit and for profit organizations, bringing us in to talk about healthy employee workplace relationships. So, you know, relationships are relationships across the board. Yeah, and I know the two of you, your goal is to really help people in their relationships. And to that end, you also have a book. Tell us what the book's called and how that came to be. 
Yeah, the book is called Love Wins, Five Keys to Strengthen Your Relationships. And the origin was uh, around us just telling stories about my upbringing. And the way that we developed it is we started by, you know, picking the same stories and then telling it from each perspective. So um, the subtitle of the book is actually a parent and child perspective. And so with the stories that you'll read in the book, you'll see some of the stories are told from my perspective. Some of the stories are told from my dad's perspective. And there's a combination as well. And so uh, from there, we started to develop, to develop the five keys right? And the keys are open conversations, building trust, setting expectations, conflict resolution, and the last, and perhaps the most important key is social and emotional intelligence. And so that's how the book came to be. And then the process on through it. And, uh, you know, ever, ever since it's been something that people continue to refer to when we speak live. I love that. And I think that that's uh, a unique perspective. I, I just love the fact, and I've been blessed to work with both of you, that you are father and son, that you, you know, it's real, right? I mean, and it's, whether it's that relationship or in business, it's all about the relationship, isn't it? Yeah, that, indeed, indeed. And it doesn't go without challenges, Jill, you know, as father and son. I mean, we're, you know, we're business partners, we're 50-50 business partners, uh, but there's a generational difference too. And so that kind of makes it uh, interesting at times when he brings the millennial viewpoint, I have the baby boomer <laughs> viewpoint. And, uh, but it also makes for really good content because we bring you know, different perspectives uh, into this space. And so um, it helps us out a lot. It helps me because I've learned a lot from him. He's obviously been learning from me his entire life, uh, but I really now, you know, I, I gain a lot of insight uh, from his wisdom, because, um, you know, he thinks about things differently than I do. And oh. um, I, I think that that's healthy. That's healthy for me, because, you know, we're all works in progress. We're all always under construction, right? So it's been, it's been good for me. Well, that brings me to a question that you've partially answered, and that is, and Brian, why, why we're here with you, what is it like to work with your son? I mean, I hear yeah. the different millennial and, and, a generational view we'll talk about but you know come on give us some like what's it really like to work <laughs> with your son <laughs> well you know it, it it has been um it, it's been frustrating at a lot of times to be candid with you um and, but that's been part of the journey that's gotten us to where we've gotten to you know we both bring um different strengths into what it is that we do um he has taught me the importance of active listening uh, to be really candid with you, he's a fantastic um, listener. Uh, he's got a very mellow mindfulness approach to life, which I respect uh, and and candidly aspire to try to to get to where he is. I mean, I you know I I don't have that. It's not you know where I've been, and so I've learned a lot from him. It's been funny though. There've been times where I'll say, "Hey, come by the office today." So we could talk about X, Y, Z, and he'll say, well, just shoot me a text. I'm like, no, <laughs> come by the office so we can talk about this, right? And, you know, I, I, tease, I tease audiences when we speak. I, I've never traveled with someone where, uh, you know, we go out to, to, to eat dinner together often. And I'll say, let's say Grace, and he'll say, before you eat, let's take a picture of the food. I'm like, dude, like, come on. So it's been fun. It's been different. It's been frustrating. Uh, at times because 
um, you know, I'm stuck in my ways, to be candid with you. And, I, and I've had to learn, you know, to not do that. So he's been much more flexible about it than me, but I've always um, appreciated his flexibility. And I've been learning steadily to, to you know, to emulate what he's, what he's modeled for me. Yes, and of course, teaching you so many things. And so Avery, uh, you know, now it's your turn. What's it really like to work with your dad? How is that for you? I mean, I think everything that he said is spot on, right? And for me, um, our dynamic and our relationship has grown because of it, right? You know, not not only is it father and son, but now that I'm older and I'm into my 20s and I'm an adult, um, you know, we've become better friends. And I think that that, that dynamic is, and that growth is, is you know, part, part of the reason why I love what I do. Um, and so to see how our relationships continues to grow is very encouraging for me. And, you know, and, and it, it, no relationship is perfect and, and no relationship is cotton candies and rainbows. And so, yes, when we do disagree, um, you know, sometimes we need to find a mediator. Right. And and unfortunately, my mom always takes my side. So <laughs> I like being able to go to her. and and. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, and, and I think, you know, for our family, too, you know, I have one younger brother. Um, and so with me, my mom, my dad and my brother, you know, they see what we're doing, but they're also a big part of it. And so it helps to have them, um, to be honest, you know, if, if we didn't have them, you know, the Avery and Brian experience wouldn't be what it is today. And so uh, all of that taken into account, I just I, I love being able to work with my pops. Oh, that's beautiful. And, and I always, you know, in your presence, both of you can feel that love. And I'm sure your audiences are inspired by that love because it's real. It's, you know, modern. It's happening. It's now. You've got two different generations, which I love. But really, you're bringing a message of uh, our relationships to each other and more love and more communication and more understanding. Right. But and, and to that end, what, what do you think your audiences are really gaining from your two perspectives? And, you know, what are they taking away from it? Yeah, you want to go first on that, Avery? Yeah. Um, you know, Jill, I think one of the things that audiences take away from, you know, our, our live presentations, whether it's our keynotes or our workshops is, you know, we are very relatable. You know, one of the things we say is like, we are two ordinary people. We just happen to have, have an extraordinary relationship. And that took time, work, energy, effort, understanding. It took hiccups along the way. It took, you know, uh, us, you know, you know, blowing, uh, going heads at each other, you know, and, and all, all of these things, when people hear our story, you know, they find a, an aspect of, of our story that's relatable to them. And so from there, you know, when we talk about our triumphs, uh, you know, after our trials and our tribulations, people start to to take what it is that we've done and, and you know, maybe it makes them reflect on wh where their relationships are in their life. And, and it makes and it inspires them, you know, to understand like, hey, it doesn't matter what happens, you can fall out, but there's no reason that you can't work to regain joy and positivity and happiness in your relationships or or to grow your relationships so that they have those things. And, and so, yeah, I think it's a combination of, of things, what people, you know, get from, from our relationship, I mean, from our presentations, but Pops, what, what is it that, that you believe? Well, I, you know, I always think that the authenticity uh, shines through uh, when, when people see us speak together. You know, one of the things, Jill, 
that Avery, uh, I'll call it a condition that he that he uh, put forth when we talked about working together. He said, if we're going to do this thing, you know, I want to be an open book. I, I don't want to just share all of the good things with audiences because that's kind of the feel good thing to do. He said, we need to go ahead and share, you know, the fact that we lived on Payne Island for a long time. And, uh, you know, what are the what, things that what we is, did? What does that mean? Hang on, I'm going to stop you there. What does Payne Island mean? You yeah, guys well, couldn't stand each other? Or what, what does that really mean? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we th there was a time, there was a time when Avery was in high school that, you know, we really were struggling in our relationships. We had had some losses in our family, um, you know, back to back to back to back losses in our family in the span of 23 months. And candidly, you know, I was in a, in a place that I had never been before in my life from the standpoint of some mental health issues and some depression that I was dealing with. And so it had an impact on the relationship that Avery and I had. And so, um, you know, none of this was his doing. It was really me. He was trying to figure out like, how do I get back this part of my father that I lost? And, you know, his father was trying to, you know, figure out how to get himself back. And so we lived on what we call Payne Island, right? We, we were really, really struggling. We went from having, you know, this fantastic relationship that everyone would always comment on to really um, just having a hard time having a conversation. And so we talk about that, right? And we, the, the book is kind of designed to give people the roadmap that we took that allowed us to get to where we are today. And so we talk about that candidly in our presentations, and it doesn't matter if we're if we're talking to an audience about family relationships, or if we're talking to the to an audience about reimagining your workplace relationships, they can still relate to the story. You know, we can pull all the data in the world that we want to. Data is great, research is great. I think it's important, but people relate to stories. People are wired for stories, and I just believe that that is the thing that really shines through uh, when we speak to audiences. Plus, we have some really good tools. Uh, to hand to people so that they can leave our presentations and get to work themselves right away. I love that. So if you were to give us, we'll call it the number one tool. We're having a tough time in relationships and what do we do? Ooh, this might be one of those generational divides. <laughs> uh, I'll say what, what I think. Avery, you go ahead and say what you think from your perspective. I think, Jill, that the first thing that we always have to do when we're having problems pretty much with anything in our life, but relationships included, uh, is to step back and look in the mirror and figure out how self-aware am I uh, uh, in terms of where I am in my journey, right? What is my, what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What are my, what's my personality? What's my, 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 my character? What's the thing that makes me tick? What are my, my emotions and my habits? All of those things I think are the, the, the important step, the first step to be able to sit down and figure out, you know, what type of relationship uh, you're going to have with somebody else, because it all comes back to what kind of relationship you want to have with yourself. So that's that's where my start is. I mentioned a minute ago, Jill, the the losses that we had and the journey that I was on. That's the thing that helped me course correct when I began to be a little bit more self aware in my life. Oh, that's powerful. Thank you for sharing that, Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, I think another place to start. Jill is is in our communication and you know one of the the keys 
that we write about in our book is about open conversations and open conversations. As my dad was talking about self-awareness, open conversations takes a lot of self-awareness, right? It takes the ability to be reflective. It takes the ability to be mindful of how we are communicating using I statements versus you statements, right? And so when we can have open conversations, two-way conversations that are about dialogue, not about monologues or speech and debate, right? When we can have open conversations, that is an excellent starting point for our relationships to get better, to repair themselves, or to simply just grow. Wow, beautiful. Thank you for that. Well, you two are definitely uh, not only a, a father and son loving pair, but certainly two individual human beings who I think almost everybody would want to emulate and to learn from and to learn, you know, really how to have a better relationship and a better life. And to that end, I know they're going to want to be in touch with you. What what would be a, a great, I, I know that you have a free gift for us. What would be a great way for people to stay connected to you, please? Absolutely. Uh, one of the best ways to stay connected with us is through our website. Our website is averyandbrian.com. That's A-V-E-R-Y-A-N-D b-r-i-a-n.com and through there you can connect with us you can contact us you know schedule a call an introductory call with us um, but one of the things that we provide on our website is a free tools uh, catalog and so we have numerous tools for a personal development. Um, and so my dad is a certified social and emotional intelligence coach. And so with that, we have numerous um, social and emotional intelligence worksheets, reflection exercises, and we also have a few ebooks for, for personal gain. So um, that you can find that on the website, again, averyandbrian.com. And then in the top right-hand corner, you'll see a free tools tab. And so anybody that's listening for your audience, um, they can access that and begin their process of working on their, their self-awareness and self-development today. Fantastic. And we'll also be posting that. And please go ahead, click the link, go and see these two incredible people. Book them for speaking and get in touch because these two are going to help change your life. And I know you've changed our listeners' lives today. And I thank you so much for that. Thank you, Jill, for having us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. And thank you, everyone, for dropping by, for listening, for opening up your life. And uh, go check out jilllublin.com and let's see how I can take you out there in new and amazing, wonderful ways. And uh, also inviting you all to keep being kind. Keep listening, and we'll see you again later. Bye-bye. <laughs>